The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I'm John Sears, and I can't wait to tell you exactly what I think. So frustrated. Keith Murphy, no idea what that's about, but uh, you have our attention. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy. What's Bugging Andy is coming up in just a few minutes. He should be calmed down a little bit this week, right? Nebraska won. We think, right? We think, I mean, that think. calms him down a, maybe. How about those Chiefs? Do you think Chris Collinsworth likes Patrick Mahomes? A little bit. And are the maybe Chiefs now just much? the Sunday night team? The every, second week in a row they've been on Sunday, Sunday night, night football. It's yep. kind of like their time now. 7 o'clock Sunday nights, Chiefs are playing. Every Sunday night. NBC. The C stands for <laughs> Chiefs. Uh, your chance to sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic. Iowa shuts down Maryland. The Terrapins only crossed midfield twice. What? Total domination by Iowa. Hawkeyes win 23 zip, setting up a big game at Penn State. How good is Iowa? Hawks crushed three straight Big Ten teams. Now they get the Nittany Lions. 515-282-9010 to sound off. Hmm? It's been more than a week since thousands of jubilant Cyclone fans celebrated on the Jack Trice Stadium field. Since then, Boilermaker fans had a blast watching Purdue throw Ohio State in front of a train. Then predictably, the unbridled joy and adrenaline rush of field storming. You don't see this in the No Fun League. It's a video postcard for the spirit of college football. So why did the Big 12 find Iowa State $25,000 and give the university a public spanking. Because West Virginia coach Dana Holgerson whined more than Piers Morgan. Holgerson, an Iowa native, went out of his way to not credit Iowa State's football team while discrediting Iowa State's fans. Holgerson called the scene unprofessional. Nice misdirection for that butt whooping. When West Virginia entered the Big 12, I snarkily observed what a natural rival the Mountaineers are for Iowa State. They are now. Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, perhaps subconsciously sore from seeing the Big 12's final undefeated team go down in flames, sided with Holgerson. Iowa State AD Jamie Pollard and President Wendy Winterstein pushed back. Good for them. Cyclone fans don't trust the Big 12. The conference has written more apology letters than United Airlines. One Cyclone fan suggested Pollard go to Dallas and pay the 25K fine in pennies. Look, there is risk in rushing the field, and it's mostly to fans, not players wearing pads and a helmet. We've seen it play out at Kinnick Stadium, among other places. Run out, keep your head on a swivel, you could be trucked. 
It doesn't happen often, and it is fun to celebrate with other fans and players. Plus, there is more risk driving to the game. Iowa State security got West Virginia players off the field safely. ISU probably needs to rethink where the student section is as it relates to the visitor's exit. But for the love of John Denver, let's not overreact to one butthurt coach. We need more reasons to celebrate, not fewer. All right. I need to get something off my chest. It's been eating at me for about a month, and I have no idea why more people aren't talking about this. How in the world does Nathan Peterman still have a job playing quarterback in the NFL? Seriously, am I the only one wondering this? Am I taking crazy pills? What's even worse is the Bills brass traded away Terod Taylor and A.J. McCarron because they thought Peterman was the answer. Whoever made that decision needs to be fired. Think about it. Someone who is paid to make decisions on talent said, we believe Nathan Peterman is a starter in the NFL. Based on what? The five interceptions he threw in one half last year? Five in one half. His passer rating that game was 17. He would have been better off throwing every pass into the ground. The opening game of this season, Peterman finished with a passer rating of zero, and yet he's still employed by the Bills. Sure, Buffalo drafted Josh Allen for the future, but are you telling me in the entire world there is no quarterback available better than Peterman? The Bills brought a guy out of mothballs just to avoid playing Peterman. Derek Anderson was horrendous, threw three picks, and they still didn't put Peterman in the game. If Colin Kaepernick wins his collusion case, it's because Nate Peterman has a job. Jay Peterman would play better while wearing Italian cap-toe Oxfords, sophisticated, yet different, rich, dark brown calfskin leather, matching leather vest. Heck, Seneca Wallace is elbow deep in Wingstop sauce, but he'd run circles around the Peterman. Sage Rosenfels hasn't put on a uniform in seven years, but I guarantee you the Rage can still sling it better. Hell, get Chuck Long off the BTN set and in a Bills uniform, it won't be worse. And Chuck's 55 years old. Peterman is the worst Buffalo Bill of all time. And OJ murdered two people, allegedly. Look, I'm sure Peterman is a lovely guy. So is Ed Wilson. Neither belongs in the NFL. How can you be this worked up about Nathan Peterman? <laughs> I've been thinking about this for weeks. Have you seen a worse quarterback ever? Have you seen one? He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> and he's, just, still, he's still employed and being paid to play quarterback. I just can't believe the passion against <laughs> Nathan Peterman. Look, uh, Sean, someone had to say something. Well, you did. Have you ever seen anybody? Someone has to say something when it's this back. And I'm not even a Bills fan. Sean and Altina wants to talk Hawkeye footballs, not Nathan Peterman. Sean, please, another subject. Let's talk Hawks. Hey, guys. Just curious to get your guys' thoughts on where Iowa would be ranked if they wouldn't have lost to Wisconsin. Personally, I think they'd be, you know, in the top ten if they wouldn't have lost that game. I think they'd beat them in a rematch if they got to play them again. Well, they, they, they look like the better team when they did play Wisconsin. Uh, they did make the, the, the plays at crunch time. They made some costly mistakes that cost Iowa the game. John, they'd definitely be in the top ten. Iowa would be up around five or six. I think they'd be sixth because uh, I think they'd be ahead of Michigan. Michigan is sixth or Michigan's fifth right now. So I think actually think they'd be fifth. I think they'd be in the top five because Michigan has a loss. 
So I think Iowa would be top five right now if they would have beaten Wisconsin. We've talked about it. That loss, now there's a lot of football to be played, yep. but it could haunt the Hawkeyes at the end of the season. Yeah, this, I think this team is really good. We're yeah. going to find out here in the next few weeks. Uh, Andrew and West Des Moines, what do you think? Uh, how good do you think this Iowa team is? Uh, you know, I think they're really good, but I just wanted to pump the brakes on the college football playoff talk. Uh, recently, ESPN listed Iowa as a top five one-loss team. And uh, Iowa's defense is elite. Can we run the table? Sure. I think Ohio State's loss at Purdue hurts the Big Ten as a whole. The only way the Big Ten makes the college football playoff is if Michigan runs the table, in my opinion. And, oh, by the way, we, pay, we play Penn State, Purdue, and Northwestern in three of the next four weeks. So it's uh, a lot of football to be played, like you said, and uh, it'll be exciting to watch. It's, a, it's a good call yep. there. I agree I like with that. him. I think, uh, I think Ohio State's loss does hurt the Big Ten, and I think Michigan likely the only chance to get into the playoff for the Big Ten because usually there's a conference that's left out. And I think, I think this year the Big Ten right now teetering on that as well, as is uh, the Big 12. A little later in the show, we'll get to John, who wants to talk field storming, and Philip, who has the Chiefs on his mind. Chiefs, but right man. now it is time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges, Matthew and Johnson says the Cyclones in October look like Michael Myers from Halloween. Wait, no, this is a look-like. Yeah, see, I get it. The Cyclones are scary good. Oh, so you get a tiny ooh. ref. He gets it. He, he goes with it. Uh, McSampson. Oh, by the way, welcome uh, Iowa Wolves presenting the look-alikes. Uh, McSampson says, Van Meter Whoa. defensive end Chris Reams looks like former Iowa State quarterback Jacob Park. Tiny ref. Whoa. I know. Look at that. Are we sure that's not Jacob Park? Is now Park playing, playing for Van, Van? Yeah, is he playing for Van Meter? Whew. Guys, forget football. Nebraska has other problems that need attention, like getting Americans to vacation there. Woof! You think losing to Troy was painful? Wait till you see this. It's what's bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. Three stay, one is knocked out. Which one oh has to go? Halloween candy. This is right down my oh man, alley, man. This is tough for me. Look at this. Twix, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Snickers, Kit Kat. Which one is out? Kit Vote Kat's on Twitter. out. Kit Kat's out. You're going John. Kit Kat? Kit Kat is out. Man, we've already got over 2,500 votes right now. Get your votes in. We'll show you the updates later. Our long Nebraska nightmare is over. College football's second longest losing streak ended Saturday. Thank goodness. Hopefully Andy Fails finds something else bugging him. Hopefully. Congratulations to Nebraska on the win. We can now leave the Husker Nation alone and move on to other business. Unfortunately, that business is still in Nebraska. The state's Tourism Commission unveiled a new marketing campaign this week with an all-new slogan, and this is for real, Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> that ain't a slogan, that's a mic drop. That's something that is so direct and indisputable, there ain't nothing else to say. It's like watching a goose fly into a jet engine. This is David Fudge. Tough last name club, respect. Tough job club, too. He's the director of the Nebraska Travel Association. 
That's like heading up a beautification committee at the landfill. You're trying to get people to come to a place they're usually trying to get out of. And you should see some of the other suggestions that he had to work with. I mean, the slogans they rejected. Here you go. Nebraska, honestly, at least we're not a Dakota. Nebraska, honestly, I-70 through Kansas isn't much better. And Nebraska, we take the hill out of hillbilly. So, well, this was better. And it's actually a whole campaign with more catchphrases playing on old cliches, but I'm not sure they'll work. Lucky for you, there's nothing to do here. Nope, it's not like you can sit in the cow trough and paddle in a circle in a river full of nitrites. Not Nebraska. We kid, we kid. The Travel Association here in Iowa has a tough job too. I mean, here's their former office. One of their old slogans was, Iowa, you can drive border to border with your knees. So we're not laughing at you, we're laughing near you. Well, from the good side of the river, the side with the winning football. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. <laughs> Who's in your five best baseball movies, plus more live calls at 515-282-9010. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Jim writes, Bob Bowlesby is trying to figure out a way to find Purdue as we speak. <laughs> Daniel writes, from an Iowa State fan, I am very glad ISU doesn't have to try to stop Rondell Moore. That's the Purdue wide receiver. I'll be watching in a couple weeks to see if Iowa's outstanding defense can stop that kid. He's good. Purdue looked great. Man. After the Murph and Andy Show controversy of listeners selecting Sandlot, the second best baseball movie of all time, it's who's in your five favorite baseball movies. Number five. These are your five. Yeah, five. Bad News Bears, yep. the original. No one was cooler than Kelly Leak, and the final line of the Yankees is perfect. Number four, Bull Durham. No baseball movie ever got the details more That's right. That's great. Number three, Major League. Just oh, this is one of my faves. Funny. I love this one. With memorable characters like Wild Thing and Willie Mays. Pedro Hayes. Serrano. Number two, Field of Dreams. You either buy it or you think it's cheesy. I'm all in. I love it. Love it too. Uh, number one, The Natural. God, I love baseball. Love The Natural. Let's get back to the calls here. We'll get it going with uh, John in Manson. John, thanks for your patience. You had a thought on uh, Cyclone fans storming the field uh, more than a week ago. John, go ahead. Uh, yes, this is John. Uh, I think that's very sportsmanship, poor, poor sportsmanship for a coach to be so hot-headed and be so one-sided, and especially the athletic director. The athletic director would never get by with anything like that in a different conference where he's so one-sided. Thank you. All right, thank you, John. Yeah, and, th and this is strictly because of Dana Holgerson. Yeah, right? if, I mean, if Holgerson doesn't complain, I do not believe Iowa State is fined or publicly reprimanded. No. It is good that it happened in a bye week because now it's behind Iowa State and get yeah. back to football. Got a homecoming game coming up against Texas Tech, so you get back to that, right? Yeah, and, and the funny thing is I, I saw a video of the West Virginia fans leaving the field from the TV broadcast, the, the West Virginia players, I should say. They're just walking nonchalantly off the field. Now, there are fans running right by them, but no one is, like, under attack. Right. Or we, no one's we, under siege. We I allow mean, that somebody yeah. can get hurt in For a mob sure. scene For sure, like yeah. this. Yeah, of course. But, 
those players did not look in danger. They were walk, at all. just walking slowly off the field, and fans are running by them. They're running to the center of the field. Uh, Philip is in Urbandale, and he's excited, I guess, about the Chiefs. Uh, are you a Chiefs fan, Philip? Yes, I am. All right. Well, tell me what you thought tonight. It was a great. It was a great game. Good offense and defense. That Mahomes guy is a real turned out to be a real good quarterback for the Chiefs. I guess, yeah, we're seeing a rare interception here last week against the Patriots, who did find a way to beat the Chiefs. But, uh, yeah, uh, Mahomes is making all the throws, John, and uh, on the move most of the time, it seems. And I think that's what separates him. You know, people are still a little, you know, it's his first year. Can he can carry this over to next year? But I think what separates him from other guys that maybe had found early success but then struggled later on is he can throw on the run. Get him out of the pocket, and he comp- he's the most accurate quarterback out of the pocket on the run. He's essentially almost like Aaron Rodgers. Get him out of the pocket, and he's great. More calls coming up at 515-282-9010. Plus, Purdue puts the beat down on Ohio State. The Buckeyes just look lost. Look at the tackle. There's that Rondell Moore. Man, he's good. Yeah, watch the reaction coming up from Urban Meyer. Face off on Sound Off next. (laughs) Results of knockout on Twitter at SoundOff13. Three Halloween candy stay. One is knocked out. And Kit Kat is down for the count. Later, Kit Kat. A lot of people not going to like this, Keith. Kit Kat is out. Reese's, the last knocked out. Everybody likes the peanut butter cups. They're fantastic. What's not to like? Uh, real quick, uh, shout out to Ryan Slager of Grinnell, linebacker who is now the NCAA D3 Career record holder for tackles. Wow. The guy can play. I think he has 561 tackles in his career. All-time D3, Brian Slager of Grinnell. All right, time to face off. Keith, the next three games for the Hawkeyes will likely make or break the season. Penn State, Purdue, Northwestern. I think they win two of three. You? That's the smart pick, but I think this is the best Iowa team we've seen in many years, and that includes 2015. Blew it against Wisconsin, but not playing down to the competition. Give me Iowa winning all three. Love to see it. For the second straight year, Ohio State was smoked by a Big Ten team in all black uniforms. Last year, Iowa, now Purdue. I do love seeing the Buckeyes get rolled. The Buckeyes did not deserve a perfect season after the Urban Meyer investigation. It's not that Ohio State kept Meyer. It's that smart people work so hard to play dumb. Scott Frost got a Gatorade shower for the win over Minnesota. Where will this win go down in Husker history? Top five all time? Frost will likely never feel such relief. He's going to be fine. But I'll bet Scott Frost himself never thought Nebraska would celebrate (laughs) a win over Minnesota with a Gatorade bath. No. After Nebraska's epic win over Minnesota, the beer fridge at Barley's in Council Bluffs was finally unlocked. Free beer for everyone. Courtesy of Iowa Nice. We may not have the national championships, but we do have good manners and a sense of humor. Huge win for Northern Iowa, 24-9 over second-ranked South Dakota State. Panthers held the Jackrabbits 39 points below their average. UNI is a dangerous team that always plays a hellish schedule. In the shadow of Iowa and Iowa State, but worthy of attention, and of the three schools, only UNI beat North Dakota State recently. Mm -hmm. Iowa and Iowa State both lost. Unfortunately. The NBA G League will soon offer a professional path for elite high school seniors and pay $125,000 
to play one year in the G League before entering the NBA draft. I like this option. I'm not sure how many select seniors will take it, but right. it's a solid first step from a league that has a lot of money. Until the age minimum is changed, this is a good way to knock down the charade of one and done, at least for those players with no interest in education, Yeah, which is many of them. I don't think many will choose this path, but it's only good for the G League and our Iowa Wolves. Oh, for sure. Over, under, baseball movies, Little League edition, overrated, rookie of whoa, the year. Whoa, This movie is ridiculous. Whoa, overrated? Kid pitching in the majors and Gary Busey playing a major league ball player, all except one or both, a kid pitching in the majors or Gary Busey. Whoa. Not both. That's harsh. I like rookie of the year. Underrated, little big league. Never talks down to the audience. Far superior to rookie of the year. Completely overlooked. Is it as simple as twins versus cubs in this one? I think it is. I think that's why Rookie of the Year is beloved and, and Little Big League is overlooked. I love. I like Rookie of the Year. Yeah. One minute! Where's the tiny... I don't even see... Do you see the tiny rock? Haters can't see me! That was odd. That was as odd as your Peterman rant. All right, let's get what back to the uh, phone calls here. Um, John is in Des Moines with another thought on field rushing. John? Hi. Hi. I was just uh, hoping that um, that Purdue Purdue beat Ohio State and they rushed the field, and Washington State uh, Cougars beat uh, Oregon. They rushed the field. I hope they get fined twenty five thousand dollars. I don't think either will because I did not hear of either coach loudly complaining right. and whining yep. and drawing attention to right. it. Uh, that's why TCU wasn't fine last year because Gary Patterson took the loss like a man and left town. Uh, Dana Holgerson left town whining and making excuses. Yeah. Uh, SEC is the only conference that has like a policy of you right. will be fined if you rush the field. Todd in West Des Moines is going to have the final word here in 12 seconds to do it. Todd, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, guys. I, I just uh, think that's irrelevant to talk about Minnesota for half the show. But uh, in any case, what do you guys think in terms of, like, how many touchdown passes that uh, Stanley will have next week? Touchdown passes at, Minnesota, uh, at uh, Penn State. What do you think? I'm going to go – I'll go two. Two touchdown passes for Stanley next week at Penn State. Sounds two, good. Two through the do air, two on the ground. you remember talking about Minnesota most of the show? I don't even remember that. We mentioned them beating Nebraska, and that was about it. Yeah. That'll do it for us. Uh, we're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Senior Master Sergeant Warren Page Sr. Back in Pella, surprising his boys after six months overseas. Just watch. Great moment. time in your life, I've been six months of your life, missing your entire baseball and football seasons. I wanted to express how proud I am of you and the men you have become. I will be home soon and will be ready to spend quality time with you. I love you, Dad. Hey guys.